Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, hello. I am so excited to get started with today's topic, what is a spiritual awakening? I wanted to use this topic as my first real episode of the podcast for many reasons. For one, this is one of my favorite things to talk about because I truly believe that the journey of waking up is one of the most magical journeys that our souls can go on in this lifetime. And secondly, the world has seen such a massive surge of new souls waking up within the last few years. So I really do believe that this episode is going to resonate and benefit a lot of you guys listening today. So today we will be discussing what a spiritual awakening is, the signs and symptoms of an awakening, things I've learned from my own personal journey, and some tips and tricks I just really want to share with you guys. And if you are tuning into this episode, then I'm going to guess that you have always known deep down that there is something more out there, that there has to be more to this 3D physical reality than meets the eye. And I'm sure you can feel it in your bones. You are here for a reason. You have a gift that must be shared with the world. These inner knowings often lead us down our own unique journey of awakening. But what is a spiritual awakening? What does it mean to wake up? And what are we waking up from? I'm going to answer all of those questions and more. But first, I want to reiterate that you already have all of the answers within. So take what resonates and feels true to you and leave behind what doesn't. This discussion is meant to help you remember and spark questions to bring about deeper awareness. But you must uncover your truth within your own being as you awaken and remember. So I will be speaking from my own personal experience, my own remembered wisdom, and the information I have channeled throughout my journey and I encourage you to discern within yourself what resonates and what doesn't. So let's dive right in. To me, a spiritual awakening is more than just a remembering. It is a homecoming. It is the experience of becoming a member of the whole once again. We are all souls who chose to incarnate as humans on this planet in order to undergo certain experiences. We are all infinite fractals of source itself. We have merely forgotten our divinity and our true purpose. So part of what we must do here is go through the joy of remembering it. We must wake up from the falsehood of the life we believed to be true in order to step into our power and realign with our higher self in order to embark on the real work they were meant to do here. A common misconception I have seen is this notion that a spiritual awakening has a beginning and an end. For example, I started awakening at 22 and I finished my awakening at 34. That is not how I perceive awakening. I do not see it in a third dimension linear time frame. This process of spiritual awakening is forever ongoing. It may spark and shoot off like a rocket at some points in your life and then slow down and flow in the background during others, but it is constantly happening. From the second your soul has incarnated on this earth, you've been on your journey of waking up and remembering your divine truth. The time when your conscious mind begins to label your experience as an awakening is not the beginning. It has always been underway. It has always been happening to you. And it's happening to all of us right now. 
whether we realize it or not. And everyone's spiritual awakening journey will be different, for it fits the mold of whoever is experiencing it. It is a highly unique and intuitive process, and it cannot be taught or ignored. To me, it is a journey within the self that results in an understanding of who thyself is and what their purpose is. It is a journey of shedding all that is not you in order to remember who you really are. And the fact that you're tuning into this podcast is proof that you are accelerating on this journey. There is no way to stop the train, and there is no way to jump off at the next stop. Spiritual awakening is tethered to the timeline of your life. It is impossible to have one without the other. Along with remembering, a spiritual awakening can be defined as the experience of developing a higher consciousness and mental awareness of divine truths while becoming more aligned, balanced, and in tune with the laws of the universe, nature, and oneself. So, with that definition said, let's jump into the signs of a spiritual awakening, or rather, the signs that you are accelerating on your spiritual awakening journey. And please know that these are based on my own experience and my own research, and also what I've witnessed others go through. I am not saying these are the only signs and symptoms, so please take this list for what it is, a tool for awareness. The first symptom I want to talk about is this feeling of isolation and disconnectedness from the life that you're living and the people you're surrounded with. This happens because as your vibration and consciousness lift, you'll be purging the things from your life that no longer align with your new frequency. And it can also feel a little uncomfortable as these shifts and turns happen. Along with feeling disconnected also comes this constant questioning of literally everything, Myself included, and I know a lot of people, end up going down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories because we start to awaken to the fact that what we've been told our whole lives may not actually be true. And that can really get in our heads and want us to interrogate all of the belief systems that we have. And with this interrogation also comes our search for purpose. When we try to find the meaning of life, we also try to find the meaning of why we are living it. And again, that is so normal because we all came here for a divine reason and to fulfill a certain purpose. So naturally, we want to find it. Another symptom of awakening is experiencing heightened sensations. Smells are stronger, noises are louder, colors are brighter, etc. And with these heightened sensations comes a roller coaster of emotions. Happy one day, sad the next day, angry, empathetic, anxious, all of it. It just happens to such extremes. And also empathy. Empathy increases to such a large extent because as you awaken, your heart center really opens up and you begin to absorb all of the energies in the world and from other people. And it can cause you to feel really overwhelmed. This immense compassion, these immense sensations, all of these feelings, and this overwhelm from these extra sensitivities can manifest as anxiety. A lot of people that are awakening think that they're having a panic attacks every day, but really their systems are just integrating new energies so often that they don't really know how to process it. Another sign is brain fog and fatigue. I know myself when I'm integrating a lot of information, I get exhausted. Another sign is a change in appetite. Not only could you be craving different foods or wanting to go more plant-based, you can also wake up one day insatiably hungry, like nothing will fill you up. And then wake up other days where the thought of eating makes you absolutely nauseous. Again, that is totally, totally normal. Moving along from some of the physical symptoms, another sign that you are awakening is this intense desire to be of service 
and to volunteer for your community. You really want to give back as you awaken to the fact that we are all one. Along with this desire to give back also comes this strong curiosity and childlike wonder. A lot of spiritual awakening work has to do with going back and healing your inner child. So it's no wonder that when you start to awaken, you start to think like a child again. Another sign is developing a really strong intuition and experiencing a lot more gut reactions. You can even start to tell when people are lying or being manipulative a lot more often. And you can kind of just be able to tell if things are good for you or things are not good for you. Another big one is seeing angel numbers literally everywhere. Repeating numbers or your lucky numbers or your birthday numbers, you will literally start to see them everywhere you go. I saw 23, my birthday number, to the point where I was almost annoyed. I was like, all right, guys, please, I get it. Please stop. Obviously, I didn't get it, so they kept showing me the number. But yes, as you awaken, you will start to experience more communication with your spirit guides and with the universe itself. And a beautiful way that the universe likes to give you a warm little hug is through sending you angel numbers. So keep an eye out. Along with angel numbers comes deja vu, which can happen a lot. And synchronicities become a lot more common. For example, you're thinking of a friend that you haven't thought of in a while and all of a sudden a text message from them comes up on your phone. Things like that happen all the time. Another beautiful sign that you are awakening is that you start to truly discover your authentic self. And then you have the courage to show up as that authentic version of yourself in all areas of your life. AKA, you wear less masks around other people. You are exhausted with the thought of having small talk or faking friendships or conversations. It just seems draining. All you want to do is be yourself, and that is so beautiful. Another sign is dreams and having a hard time sleeping. Some people experience insomnia. Some people experience intense lucid dreams. Some people have a lot of nightmares that end up being rooted in past life trauma that they have to deal with. But as you awaken, you start to really uncover the power of the dream state, and that reveals a lot of truths for you. You will also find that you become a lot less reactionary as you embody the observer mindset more and more, and you remain in present alignment with the moment. So things will just bother you less and less, and you'll feel more balanced and aligned even in the face of tests and challenges, which is such a blessing. And along with that comes a greater connection, not only to your inner self and your inner power, but also to humanity as a whole. And with your awakening comes the letting go of labels and attachments that you had in the third dimension. For example, I attached my self-worth to my academic achievement for a very long time growing up. And through awakening, I really shed that label of a straight-A student and shed that label of even a perfectionist and embodied neutrality, and started to see myself as the co-creator of my own reality that does not have to fit within a box of my own making. Another wonderful symptom of awakening is a greater ability to find inner peace and stillness within. So meditation may come more easily to you, you may crave more alone time, and you may just be at peace doing your own little routine. Ooh, this next one is a big one, and it's all about non-judgment. When you start to awaken, you start to truly understand that everyone is on their own unique journey, and it's not really up to you to tell someone whether they're doing that correctly. So you start to just observe 
and learn your lessons without feeling called to push your views upon others because you know that they're going to awaken and they're going to uncover their own lessons in the divine timing for them and according to their own soul contracts. And although there are an infinite amount of signs and symptoms that you are awakening, I just want to touch upon one last one because I really could talk about this for hours and we do not have the time for that. We have a lot of other things to get to today. So the last thing I want to talk about is duality consciousness versus unity consciousness. Even though we do live an experience of polarity with good versus bad, you start to awaken to the truth that you are a one within the one. You are a part that makes up the whole, but we are all connected and you start to truly understand how things happen for you and not to you. You no longer view tests and challenges from a victim mindset and you start to see them as opportunities for you to grow and align with your higher self to a deeper level. Like I said, I could talk about the signs and symptoms of awakening for hours, but these are the most common symptoms that I see and I've experienced them all myself, so I did feel comfortable sharing them with you today. But these are by no means the only signs, and I would love for you to reach out and tell me some signs that I may not have talked about today that you experienced, because I would love to know more and learn more about this topic myself. So, now that we discussed the signs and symptoms, I want to touch upon the polarity of awakening at this time. Through awakening, many people experience what I like to call growing pains, and a good versus bad outlook of the world one could perceive these as negative side effects, but I see all effects of awakening as divine and for our highest good. With that said, these growing pains can come in all shapes and sizes. I'm going to discuss the main ones that I often see. The first one is the removal of what no longer serves you and what no longer vibrates on your same level. When you raise your vibration and elevate your consciousness, you start to naturally move out of alignment with a lot of third-dimensional, low-vibrational things and people. This can come in the form of losing a job that doesn't align with your purpose and your power here, being forced to move out of your hometown, the ending of a toxic relationship, or drastically changing your diet. As you go through this transitionary time, it is extremely important for you to remain grateful for the lessons you are learning and to hold space to attract higher-vibe things into your field. Another growing pain I often see is this battle with the subconscious mind. To make sure we are all on the same page, we have three minds within the cognitive brain, the conscious, unconscious, and subconscious. The conscious mind is the mind you are using to listen to this podcast right now. It is attached to the present moment, and it is the decision maker. You make conscious choices with the conscious mind. The unconscious mind is linked to your inner knowing, your intuition, and your higher self. Your subconscious mind is your long-term memory. It absorbs and stores past experiences, limiting beliefs, and conditioning patterns, and then it generates thoughts and emotions based on those belief systems. The stubborn subconscious mind, although trying to keep you safe and comfortable, has latched onto old beliefs that hold you back. When you start to awaken, that is when the light is shined on a lot of these limiting beliefs. You try to ascend higher and you get pulled back by these lower thoughts and emotions and you're like, where the heck did these come from? So on this journey, you are given the opportunity to heal from these past experiences and beliefs, rewire your mind and rewrite old stories so that you can align with your higher self and the role you want to play in this world. For instance, it became very apparent to me that I had a limiting belief that my worth was tied to my academic achievement. 
I had to confront that belief and do inner healing work in order to find the root cause and then release it. The last growing pain I want to talk about is a little more broad, and it comes in the form of tests and challenges. These challenges come into your field in order to provide you with the opportunity and the experience necessary to propel you on your journey. Through overcoming these challenges, you learn, grow, and gain hands-on experience of certain lessons. For example, when I was really going through the beginning of my journey, and I was becoming more self-aware of the things I wanted to change about myself and let go of, my impatience was one of them. As soon as I acknowledged this desire for growth, my patience was tested all the time. I, I was running late one time and I found a nail in my tire and completely freaked out. And I would somehow always find the slowest lines to go on. I would get stuck behind the slow cars and traffic as I was driving to school. And I went to a really strict private school, so I really could not be late, especially if I was driving there. I mean, you name it. I attracted all of these experiences into my field so I could have practice being patient and remaining non-reactionary and non-resistant. I wanted to be more patient, so the universe gave me experiences to do that. So sometimes you may find that on your ascension journey, you are experiencing a lot of hiccups and bumps along the way, and that is okay. You're not doing anything wrong. They are actually signs that you are on the right path, as you are attracting these obstacles as opportunities to grow. Okay, so you're on the spiritual awakening journey, you're experiencing signs, and you're facing some growing pains. What are the things that you can do to help you through this experience? Now I want to talk about some tips I have for you as you continue embarking down this path. Number one is boundaries. I mean it. As you start to awaken, your vibration won't align with some of the people in your life, and that can cause some miscommunications to happen. Like Mercury is just always in retrograde or something. So it's really important to set respectful boundaries with certain individuals in your life. An example of this could be your roommate or coworker or friend who's always complaining and is tending to bring you down with their complaints. You can set a healthy boundary with them by saying that you really value your relationship and the time you guys share together, and you would really love it if you spent that time talking about topics that fueled you and served you, and that if they needed a shoulder to cry on or needed a vent, that you would 100% hold the space for them, but in a limited time frame, because you are trying to work on yourself and maintain higher vibe conversations. Along with boundaries comes protection. As you awaken, you naturally start to open up your systems to a lot more energy. And as you open up communication with your spirit guides, you could unknowingly welcome in communication with something that maybe isn't of your highest good. So in order to protect yourself, Simply set the intention when communicating with your guides that you are only allowing things of the brightest light in your highest good to come through. Another thing you can do is carry around an object of protection that you program with a specific intent. So I wear a black tourmaline necklace. Black tourmaline is a very protective stone, and I've programmed it with the intention to protect me from negative energies that are not for my highest good. And I am not lying, I can feel the difference from when I wear my necklace and from when I don't. And I also use it as a way to meditate. So if I'm in an environment where I feel super overwhelmed or I start to get anxious, I will hold the necklace and I will remind myself of the intention I set and I will naturally start to see and feel my anxiety release from my systems. It truly is a lifesaver. So I encourage you to find your own form of protection 
and utilize it as you awaken so that you don't hit any unnecessary bumps in the road that could have been avoided. Another massive tip I have for you is journaling. If you don't already have a journaling practice, I highly, highly, highly recommend you start one. Because as you awaken, you get all of these thoughts and channeled messages and ideas And you don't really have any place to work them out, especially if you don't have a lot of people to talk to about these things. So writing them out and journaling them out and putting pieces together really helps you integrate the spiritual messages and lessons on a much more deeper level. When I'm going through a chaotic time and I can just kind of feel unaligned, I like to have a free write every single morning where the first thing I do is open up my journal and just write for 10 minutes. I start with things like, good morning, or today's going to be a great day, and I'm not really sure what's going to come on the page. And then all of a sudden, I have five pages worth of shadow work or gratitude or puzzle pieces fitting together. And it truly is a beautiful experience to watch the mind work on paper. So if you're not journaling, I highly recommend that you start, especially if you're awakening. Another beautiful exercise is mindfulness. Eating mindfully walking mindfully, going out in nature and just staring at it, hearing the sounds, feeling the breeze, looking at the sun, looking at the stars. Stargazing is such a beautiful mindfulness practice. As you awaken, you're going to naturally crave more presence and mindfulness and alone time. So taking care of yourself and scheduling in that time is really vital for the integration of lessons and for taking care of your mind, body, and soul. Speaking of nature, Another powerful practice that I think you should implement is grounding. It is super simple. All you have to do is go outside barefoot and connect to the earth, whether that is grass, sand, soil, or water. Earthing or grounding helps neutralize the free radicals in your body. It helps reduce inflammation, improve your mood, and so many other powerful benefits. But really, it is just so beautiful to connect with Mother Earth And send Mother Nature your love and your gratitude. It does come back to you tenfold. That I promise. And another tip is to just spend more time outside in general. I mean, I say we're no better than houseplants. We really do need fresh air, sunlight, and water every single day in order to feel balanced and aligned. At least I know I do. Another tip I have for you is to laugh more and to connect more with other humans. A lot of times on this journey, we can be really isolated as we dig deep into our minds and read a lot of books and do a lot of research and listen to a lot of podcasts, but it is so important to connect to your fellow souls and to the people in your soul family and laugh and raise your vibration together, even if it's just watching a comedy or going for a walk. Another powerful tip is to dance. We chose to embody this human experience and to incarnate on this earth. We have a body for a reason, connecting to it, forming a deeper connection with it, letting rhythm flow through us. It is so powerful. It immediately raises my vibration. If I'm ever in a low mood, I put on a few good songs and just let my body move to the rhythm and I immediately feel better. It's literally like magic. And my last tip is to practice gratitude every single day. When you have a glass of water, thank the water. When you have a meal, thank your meal. When you're having a good conversation with a friend, thank the universe for that experience. Express gratitude for literally everything in your life. It immediately raises your vibration and connects you to source and your higher self. I write in my gratitude journal every single morning and I've been doing it for years. 
whether it's the first thing I do when I wake up and roll out of bed, or maybe a little later in my morning routine when I'm drinking my coffee and getting ready, but I really do make it a point to express gratitude for the gift of life and for the ability to be here and learn these lessons and to experience the beauty this earth has. Not only do I feel connected to my purpose more, but I also feel connected to the universe more as I tap into that higher vibration and I connect to source energy. And my last big piece of advice for embarking on your spiritual journey is this. There is immense strength in surrender. When times are tough, when you feel lost, and when you don't know the way, try not to let anxiety and fear consume you. Try to adopt a different perspective and try to find the message within the mess, the opportunity within the obstacle. Lessons are all around us and they come in so many different forms. I have found a lot of comfort through surrendering to the universe and I've discovered that problems are actually rarely ever problems. Instead, they are actually the shifts and turns of alignment. I'm not saying you must sit back and watch your life implode when hard things happen. If there are actions that can be taken to help solve the issues at hand and bring you back onto more stable soil, by all means, mindfully pursue those actions. But the truth is, whether there are actions that can be taken or not, surrendering to what is and having trust in the universe and the divine timing of your life makes space for miracles to occur and for magic to enter your life. It is within my experience that there is always more to learn about yourself, the world, and the universe. Unconditional love is all around us, and we are blessed beyond belief to be alive. Earth is more than just a school to me. It is also a place that allows us to explore, love, play, and form deep connections with other souls going through the same thing. The deeper I go into my own journey, the more I understand how connected we really are. When we wake up, we remember more than just our purpose here. We also remember unity. And to me, that is the most powerful lesson we could ever learn. Okay, beautiful soul. That concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I deeply thank you for sharing this space with me today. And I hope I was able to offer you something of value as you continue embarking on your journey. If you would like to keep in touch with me or browse my other sites, everything is linked in the show notes. I would also love to hear from you and connect with you on a deeper level. So please don't be shy to reach out. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can for the mic. I hope you can feel it. Talk to you soon.